Okay, so the topic is in halachic terminology, it's called Pere Sal Shabbat, which uh, basically is about the laws of saying Baruch. Um, it's been on my to do list for a while, and the honor of Yosef Nason, I want to thank him for keeping it on my to do list. And um, we're going to go through it. It's a um, very interesting topic. And um, I've changed my mind. In other words, I've never gone through it. And until now, my approach to the topic and to the Chabad Minhag on this topic was based on somebody who I trusted, who uh, is a big Talmud Chacham, and he had somebody, a Rovan who had written something about it on some time back. And I just trusted him. And now having gone through the thing, I see that he made a, a mistake. And uh, I was actually in touch with him about it. But anyway, so, okay, here goes. So, uh, the Mishnah and Megillah, and the Megillah talks about being Peres al-Shema, and there are basically two opinions as to what Peres al-Shema exactly means. So to start off with, we're going to read um, chapter 69, in we're going to read it from the Alter Rebbe If several people in, prayed individually and heard neither Kaddish nor Kedusha, right? So 10 people each davened in their own homes. And then they come together, and they all happen to be in the same place together. So they've all finished davening. They've done the whole davening. Shema, Shemanesh, everything. So one of them should stand up and say Kaddish. And you should say Baruchu. And the first blessing preceding the Shema, a second time. So we're talking here about Shachris. We'll see soon about Mairev, but for now we're talking about Shachris. He says Kaddish. Obviously, you can't say just Kaddish without anything preceding it. So he would have to say some verses of Tehillim or whatever before he says the Kaddish. Then he would say Kaddish, Baruch And then they've all said the brachas of the Shema and Shema already, but he would have to repeat the bracha of Yotzer, that's the first bracha of the Shema, and the remainder of the ten people should be listening and responding Amen to that first bracha of the Shema. And then that's it. They have done what's called Peres al-Shema. This practice is called Peres al-Shema. What does the word Peres al-Shema mean? According to this interpretation, the verb shares the root of perusa. Peres, the word peres al shema is the same root as the word perusa, which means a broken piece, like a piece of challah is a prusa, right? On Pesach, where we make a bracha on the broken matzah, it's called the prusa. So here, it's only a piece. Why? Like a slice. Because you're only saying part of the blessings of shema. You're not going to say over all the blessings of the shema because you've already said them. So you only have to say the first blessing of the shema. And then he goes on, after the blessing of Yahweh has been completed, um, then you do what he describes the practice of a Hoycha Kedusha, how to um, compensate for Kedusha, that basically one of the ten people would say the three brachas of the Amida loud, including including the Kedusha, which everyone would say together. And then after he's done that, everybody goes home, besides the person who volunteered to be the what we would call today the Chazan, what's called in Halacha, the Ever Lifnei Teva, or the, yeah, um, he would have to finish the Amida because you can't say just a part of an Amida, right? Um, so that is basically, in, in short, that is the, um, the first opinion of what Peres al-Shema means. That is the opinion of Rashi. <coughs> the second opinion is the opinion of the Rambam, basically. And, uh, each of them have more than just Rashi and the Rambam, but let's just for simplicity's sake refer to them as Rashi and the Rambam. So that's the first opinion is Rashi. The Rambam says... That no, he says the word peris just mean doesn't mean to take a part of it, but he says it means something else. But basically, according to the Rambam, the way you would do peris al shema would be that you just say Kaddish and Baruch. 
כן? Yeah, he says that the original person of the Shema was there, um, that one person would say the brachas of the Shema for everybody, not if they've already davened at home. In a regular case, where everyone's coming to Shul to daven, there were those people who were not familiar with the bracha, so somebody would say it on their behalf. So, um, yeah, so he would say it on their behalf. That's called Peris al Shema. Um, and then he says, according to this opinion, according to the Rambam, in the present age, we're all knowledgeable. In other words, we all have printed Sidurim. We don't need somebody else to say the blessings of Shema for us. And everybody recites the blessing for himself. It is sufficient for the Shleach Tzibu to say aloud, only Kaddish and Baruch And after this, everybody recites the blessings of Shema themselves. Okay, yeah, that's what we all do every day when we dive in Chakras. The Chazan says Kaddish and Baruch And then we all, each one says their own Bracha uh, for the Shema. If the Shema and its blessing have already been recited, so now he's coming back to address the original scenario that we started with, that you have 10 people who have all davened privately at home and now they come together. So there is no need, according to this opinion, to the Rambam, to go back and repeat even the first blessings. Neither the person who is leading the prayers nor the listeners, right? And therefore, according to this opinion, according to the Rambam, would mean the 10 people get together. Oh, everybody's already davened, but we all davened privately. We didn't get a chance to say Baruch Okay, let's do it right now. You say a few verses of Tehillim, whatever, then you say Kaddish and Baruch and that's it. And you've done, you've been Peiris al Shema. No need to say the whole first bracha of Yetzirah and have everybody listening to him. And then the repeating Kedusha as well. Okay, so what's going on over here? So um, what, 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 what's the basic reasoning for the two opinions? So the word Baruch Hashem which the Chazan says, means it's an invitation or perhaps an instruction to the congregation, Baruch you shall bless Hashem HaMvarech, the, 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 the blessed God. Then everybody responds by blessing Hashem, Baruch Hashem HaMvarech, blessed is God. Right? However, the way uh, the Bishasif brings this, that um, basically Rashi holds, um, and that, that those, those are showing him hold, that um, Baruch is an invitation not to say Baruch Hashem Baruch it's an invitation to say the first bracha to say the brachas of the Shema. When I when the Chazan says Baruch Hashem Baruch, it's an invitation to say the brachas of Shema. And therefore, if we if if you would if you would just come together now to say Baruch and then everybody would leave without saying the bracha of the Shema, that would be the the words of the Beis Yosef are. Um, Nirim, where is it? Yeah, it appears as if they are heretics, God forbid, for he is telling them to bless, and they don't want to bless, and they and, and they leave. And therefore, Rashi holds that in order to make this Borchu, in order not to have the appearance of being uh, deniers of God, so there, therefore we have to repeat, everybody, has, even though they've already said it, they have to repeat the first Borchu of the Shema. You don't have everybody repeat it, you have one person repeat it on everybody's behalf, and everybody listens and responds on me. The Ramah and Dark Moshe and his commentary in the Bishosef, he says, no, why does it look like the heretics? If they say, Baruch Hashem um, then, uh, so this is, so, so that, 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 that he's invited them or instructed them to bless Hashem. They've responded by blessing Hashem, by saying, Baruch Hashem Amveirach, Leil So what's the problem? And he says, 
Um, we find the same thing when somebody gets an aliyah to the Torah. He calls out to the congregation, Baruch Hashem Everybody responds, Baruch Hashem Amvayrech And that's it. Nobody says anything else. Obviously, the person himself who gets the aliyah, a counter argument could be that the person who gets the aliyah continues with saying a bracha and everybody listens and says amen to that bracha. But today's topic is not to get into the all the details of this. It's just to understand the, the, the basic um, reasoning behind these two opinions is that the first opinion hold that um, if if you don't have a, a bracha immediately after baruchu, then it's a nirim kukhaifrim, you present yourselves as not believing in God. And then the second opinion says, no, as long as you respond, baruch Hashem baruch um, there is no problem. Okay. Now, until now, all we've spoken about is when you have 10 people, oh, hold on, hold on one second. One more important thing. Okay, let, let, let's look at this a bit. Before we go on to next, until now we've spoken about Shachris. What about Mayriv? Mayriv also, you start Mayriv by saying Baruchu, followed by the blessings of Shema. So some authorities maintain that the practice of being Pairis al-Shema be observed in the evening service as in the morning service. However, in these countries, it's customary to be really lenient and not to require this practice in the evening service. Why? Because what do you do when you say Pairis al-Shema? You say Kaddish and Baruchu. Right? By Mayriv, we don't have Kaddish. Now, we, Chabad, do say Kaddish before Mayriv, and I'm going to get to that in a moment. But the, the we've mentioned a number of times, Al Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch, whenever he talks about text of prayer, he's addressing the Minhag, the Nusach Ashkenaz. We usually have our token Nusach Ashkenaz, but he's uh, Bill is making a wedding today, so he's absent. Um, but uh, yeah, Nusach Ashkenaz, just uh, if you've ever done the Nusach Ari, uh, how do you start Mayriv? There's no Kaddish. So because there's no Kaddish, just to be Paris al Shema, just to say Baruch no, that's not so necessary. Um, and for Baruch alone, there's no need to be meticulous. By the way, the Mishnah Bura, now, our Minhag is that we do say Kaddish. It's not just our Minhag, it's basically all Chassidim and Nusach Svarat say Kaddish before Mayrif. And um, the, but the Mishnah Bura says that even those communities who do say Kaddish before Mayrif, there are actually a few... Um, I, 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 not not the norm, but there are a few Nusach Ashkenaz communities that do also say Kaddish before Mayrif. Have you ever seen that? Um, I know, for example, one thing that comes to mind is there's a shul in Manchester, which used to be the shul of Rabbi Yitzchak Yaakov Weiss, who was um, later is the guy with the New Shalayim. It's a Nusach Ashkenaz shul, but they have a few Nusach Svarad and Hagim that he instituted. So one of them is Kaddish before Mayrif. And they, they do have coffee such for the Atzeres, I think, like a few things like that. Anyway, so it doesn't um, it, it doesn't look as as bad. No, no, no. We're not talking here about whether you say baruch and don't say the baruch. This what we're saying is that there's no need bichlal. If you if you haven't married the yechidus, and then you all come together, there's no need to do the whole baruch thing. If you were coming together to do a kaddish and a baruch, that's very oh, that's important. But just to do kaddish, uh, that's not so important. Now the Mishnah Bura adds over here that the scenario the this number 10. Right right now we're talking about 10 people who davened privately at home and now they happen to come together. So there are 11 people. No, 10 people. And that includes the Baal Yes, yes. So how do you get 10 answering? In nine, it means nine answering. Um, <coughs> the Mishabura explains that even those people who have a minak to say Baruch before Ma'ariv, 
That Kaddish, no, it's not so important. Just the Minha Kaddish. By Shachris, where the Kaddish comes after Yishtabach. So that, that's a very important Kaddish. That's, part, that's a Kaddish which is a, 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 a part of the text of the canonized text of prayer. So it's very important to have a Kaddish before that Baruchu. And, and so even though now you're not saying Yishtabach, you've done Yishtabach home already, but you're going to come back. But because originally this Baruchu is designed to come together with a Kaddish, so therefore it's important to say Kaddish and Baruchu. But by Mayriv, even if it happens to be your Minhag, to say Kaddish before Mayriv, it's not so important, and therefore it's not necessary to do the whole Peiris al Shema thing for Mayriv. Then it continues, nevertheless, if a person wants to undertake a stringency and be Peiris al Shema during Mayriv, one should not protest, and on the other Abba, such a person isn't worthy of a blessing. In other words, there's a Chumrah, Me'ikah Adin, it's not necessary to do the Paris al Shema. In other words, it sounds like this. This is a. It sounds like this is an obligation almost. Yeah, you have ten people who each have in that home, at home, Shachris or Mayrib. So by Shach, and then they come together for whatever reason they come together. So by Shachris, they now have an obligation to be Paris al Shema. They have to, one person should say Kaddish and Baruchu, and according to Rashi, he has to say Kaddish, Baruchu, and, and the Baruch of Yitzchak, and everybody has to stay and listen to the whole thing. Um, by Mayrib. It's not necessary to do so. It's not necessary to do so. But um, if you do it, Taviyah of Bracha, it's a good thing. Now, it's interesting that according to the Alter Rebbe, not, this is Alter Rebbe but according to the Alter Rebbe Siddur, which was written much later and was um, many things based on, on, on Kabbalah also, according to the Alter Rebbe Siddur, there is a, not only is there a very strong emphasis on saying Kaddish by Mayriv, but there's a very strong emphasis on, on saying the Kaddish immediately juxtaposed to Baruch without any interruption. And you see this from our Minhag both during the week and our Minhag on Friday night and our Minhag on Yom Tif night. And let me explain. We start my Nusach Ashkenaz, say Mayriv, and then straight into Mayriv. Nusach Sfard, and, 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 and yeah, we, what we daven is basically, technically it's a version of Nusach Sfard, let's just go with that, right? So we say a whole capital to him, Shir Hashem, say a whole chapter of Psalms, followed by Hashem, 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 you know, but the, the, the gist of it, the, the bulk of it, the, the main, the main the essence of it is, is the, the core, is the, the chapter of Psalms, I think it's Kofam Gimel, followed by Kaddish and Baruch now, again, that's not unique to Chabad. That's all Chassidim do that. And, um, and all Chassidim do that. And, um, and, and I believe Sfardim also. I'm not so as familiar with Sfardi customs as I, as, as I am with the customs of other Chassidim. Right? But everybody else does it different than us. Everybody, they start Mayri with Shir HaMalus. Then they say Kaddish. Then they say Vuhurachum. And then they say Baruchum. We don't do that. We take the Vuhurachum from, everybody else has it in between the Kaddish and Baruch We move it to before Shir HaMalis. And then we say Shir HaMalis, Kaddish and straight in the Baruch Why did Alter ever do that? Clearly it was important. I don't know why, but for some reason, I don't know if this is Alpi Halacha or more likely that it's Alpi Kabbalah, but for some reason, it's important that the Baruch that the Shir HaMalis should be, that, sorry, that Kaddish should be immediately into Baruch there's actually, I said weekday Shabbos, there's also a fourth one, Matzah Shabbos. Matzah Shabbos, all other chassidim, they don't say Shir HaMalis. They just say, uh, Matzah Shabbos, the other chassidim do like Nusach Ashkenaz. Vuhurachum Baruchu. 
Right? This is talking about here, 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 you remember that? Right? So, but they don't say, and we, no, we always say Kaddish Amarcha. Yom Tif, all other chesidim on Yom Tif, where do you start? There's no Vuhurachum. Start from Barachum. With the tomb, Barachum, yeah? And we, as far as I know, again, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't know all of them in Hagen, but certainly Chabad are from the only ones who even on Yom Tif night, we start with Shiram Alois, in and why are we saying Shiram Alois? Because we want to say Kaddish. In order to say Kaddish, you have to proceed it with a chapter of Psalms. So even on Yom Tov night, where again, the widespread custom, even amongst those who usually do say it, is to omit it and to only start with Baruch Hu. Nevertheless, we emphasize and we say Shiram Alois, um, and in order to be able to say Kaddish immediately before the Baruch Moving on to Friday night. So Nusuch Sfarad on Friday night is that after Mizmah Shirli Mashabos, you say a chapter from the Zohar Pashas Truma known as Kigavno. That's how it starts, Kigavno. Yeah, that's what we say. And that Kigavno, the prayer of Kigavno is designed to lead straight into Baruch It It finishes off that with the, it describes, uh, that passage of the Zohar is describing that which is accomplished through the, 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 the Kabbalah Shabbos prayer and how that automatically leads into Baruch That's the, yeah. And it finishes off. Um, this special prayer of a chedra, we say it with joy, with a glowing face. And together we say, Baruch Yeah, And by all, again, to the best of my knowledge, all chassidim outside of Lubavitch, that's how they say it. They say, the, the chazan finishes off, no, 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 that's later. Bishamra's later. That's after, that's before Shmanasa. This is, I'm talking before Myriv, yeah? On Friday night, after Kabbalah Shabbos, before Myriv, we say, um, Yeah, that's how all Chassidim outside of Chabad say it. We stop. We say, stop, and we say Kaddish, and then into Baruch Again, it, 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 first of all, it's different than everybody else, and and, and it sort of doesn't matter. The whole idea of that prayer is designed to go So again, we see that there's a very very strong emphasis from the Alter Rebbe that whenever you say Baruch it must be preceded by a Kaddish, and not just must be preceded by a Kaddish, must be preceded immediately by, by a Kaddish. Parenthetically, I'll mention that there's also very important to that you don't interrupt between Baruch and Birchus Krishma, right? That's spoken about in Simon Dalad and Simon Zayin. It's given as an example of a, a, a sin that somebody would return, you know, when the Jewish people went out to war and uh, there was somebody says who was Yari somebody who was afraid from a sin that he had and that he wouldn't be meritorious to survive the battle. One of the examples is if he talks, so he talks between Baruch and Yitzhak, yeah? So um, that's, which is why on Friday night, if you're not up to the minion, so even if you answer the Baruch even if you answer, we'll see soon here in this, in, in, in this chapter, we'll see more about this, but the Chabad is on a Friday night, that if you, if you, even if you answered Baruch but you didn't, you're not up to the minion. so then when you get to that part of davening, you set, you add on another whole section to the Kigavna, which is printed in the Siddur, where it says, right, explaining more about it, and then you finish off with the words, Baruch Hashem and Baruch to lead straight into the bracha of Amari Barovin. So again, that's that's not nothing to do with Kaddish. That's another thing that is important to juxtapose Baruch Hashem and Baruch to the blessings of the Shema. It happens to be that you, that you can't say it without a minion. On Friday night, there's an eight to say, there's a, there's a, 
trick that you could say Baruch Hu, even without a minion by continuing the next few lines of that passage of Zoya, which finishes, which finish with those same words, Baruch Hashem Okay. Um, yeah. Why do you only do this Friday night? Because that section of the Zoya is only applicable to Friday night. It's describing the the, the prayer of Friday night. Um, okay. Um, now then, until now we've been speaking about ten people who all davened, but they didn't say baruch because they davened v'yichidus. Um, now, what about one person? Yeah, what about one person? So now he continues and says that one person could also do it. Everybody's already davened. Just one person davened by yichidus. If one person has not yet heard Kaddish and Baruch and Kedusha and desires to be Paris al Shema or to be Yerid Lufniateva to say uh, Kedusha, yeah, even though there are 10 men in the synagogue, okay, so it goes into different opinions. I don't want to get into the time, is, uh, I want to stick to the time. But basically, the idea is that even if one person, it's not a whole minion, the whole minion down, just I, I came late, right? So I could also be Paris al Shema. I say, hold on, everybody. I need, I need you to be. I need to be. I, didn't, I missed it. So I'm going to say Tehillim, whatever. Then I'll say Kaddish. I say some Sukkim or something. Then I'll say Kaddish. Then I'll say Baruch Hu. Then, according to Rashi, I have to say the whole first bracha of the Shema with everybody listening. And then I could do Yerid Lufni Ateva, which means that I say the first three brachas of Shemun Astra. There's a machlokes here whether you have to have six people or not. Certainly, ideally, it's better to have six people. But certainly, if you do, if, even if the halacha lemaisa. Practically, even if everybody else besides me has already said Kaddish, Kedusha, and Baruch I can repeat it for myself as long as I have everybody, the other nine people listening. That is the halacha of Paris al-Shema. Now, however, there is, you should only say Baruch if there's somebody who hasn't heard it. If everybody's heard Baruch then you don't repeat Baruch after davening for that. That's basically the way it comes out from the, from the halacha. Um... There's a discussion here, and the Alter Rebbe mentions it three times, and every time it's in parentheses. You see here, uh, these parentheses um, at the end of this paragraph. And we know that whenever the Alter Rebbe puts something in parentheses, um, which are the round uh, brackets, yeah, the, the square brackets are just the translator adding in uh, connecting words. But anytime there's round brackets in the text of Alter Rebbe Shukonaruch, anytime or most times, what it means is that the Alter Rebbe added those words and he was in somewhat doubt about them and intended to go back to revise it. And to, right? So here, what's clear is that if everybody has already heard Baruch you don't say Baruch again. The question is, what about if somebody did hear Baruch but he heard it before davening? He, was, he came late. He hadn't yet started davening, and everybody else says Baruch Now he's up to the Baruch of the Shema. And he wants to say Baruch again, or wants somebody else to say Baruch for him again, in order that he have the juxtaposition of Baruch to the blessings of Shema. So the Altarim that you can, but it's, again, three times it's in parentheses. But now the Altarim goes to another thing. There are places, it is customary in some places. Is everybody with me so far? Steve? Yep. It is customary in some places for the Shliach Tzibu to say Baruch every day after the final Kaddish. This is talking about shachris. Yeah, because by my rule, we already said, by my rule, we already said that, strictly speaking, there's no obligation to be Paris al Shema at all. By shachris, you have to. So some places have a minhag that every day after shachris, the chazan repeats it. 
in order to enable anyone who happened to arrive late at the synagogue and did not hear Baruch to fulfill its obligation. And even if it happens that no one arrived at the synagogue after Baruch this is not a matter of concern, except on Shabbos and Yom Tov, as will be explained in chapter Kuflam and Gimel. Now, chapter Kuflam and Gimel we don't have in the Alter Rebbe, but in chapter Kuflam and Gimel, 133 of Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah says that even those places who have a custom that every single day after Shachris they repeat Baruch just in case sometimes there'll be somebody who came late. On Shabbos, they don't do it. Why don't they do it on Shabbos? I think he says Shabbos and Yom Tov. Yeah, Shabbos and Yom Tov. Why not? Because on Shabbos, everybody comes on time. Or, or, or perhaps I could add, on Shabbos, the, the, the section of the davening up until Baruch is much longer. So even if somebody comes a little bit late, chances are that they did catch Baruch And not only that, you also have the Baruch before laning. Even if somebody missed the Baruch before the Shema, if it was in time, even for just the last Aliyah of reading of the Torah, then he's already heard Baruch So therefore on Shabbos we don't say it. Now this halacha is in Shulchan Aruch twice. It's in, in chapter Kuflam and Gimel, which is the, the chapter of Shulchan Aruch that discusses the weekday davening. And it says that some people have the custom to say Baruch after davening, but you don't do it on Shabbos for that reason. And then again in Simon Reish Pevav, it mentions again that on Shabbos you don't say Baruch after davening, as has already been explained in Kuflam and Gimel. Now both of those mentions are missing from the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch. Kuflam and Gimel we don't have in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch. It, I think it was burnt, or it's one of those chapters that are missing. We have, but for some reason he doesn't mention it there. But here in Simon Samachtes, he mentions in 69, he mentions that, um, that, uh, that, that, that some people have this custom to do it every day, but with the exception of Shabbos. And he says that this custom should not be revoked in synagogues, lest strife arise. In other words, uh, um, however, in houses of study, the point being where there's no reason to suspect that strife will arise, the custom should we institute that the Shechazan does not say Baruch unless someone arrives after the prayer was first recited, right? So in other words, the order of, of, of uh, the, 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 the order priorities is, really, ideally, you don't say Baruch after davening unless you know that there's somebody who came late. And then he could either say it by himself. It's really better that he say it by himself. We, we skipped over that part. So if he can, he should say it by himself. And again, not just Baruch he should say Kaddish and Baruch by himself. But the Shechazan could also say it for him. But if nobody, if nobody, um, if nobody comes late, then you shouldn't do it. However, if there's a place that have such a minhag that they do do it, and you think that by uh, admonishing them or revoking the minhag, it would cause machlokes, it would cause strife. So then, avoiding machlokes is much more important than avoiding an extra baruchu, and therefore you just leave it at that. <coughs> okay, that is adkan is the, from Al Tereb What's relevant to this discussion? Okay, right now. If you look in um, in, in the Paskim, uh, so again, so Alpi Shochanaruch, we acknowledge that there is a minhag <coughs> that everybody should say that that says it every day after Shachris, but not on Shabbos. Don't say don't, don't say it on Shabbos after Shachris. And by Ma'ariv, you would never say it after Ma'ariv because 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 there's never a chiv to say it after Ma'ariv because. I, I take it as a given that the first bracha of Kriyashma is is according, in those communities. They do say also after Baruch Hu. No, when? No. The, no. No. Oh, sorry. I, I, mean, I forgot to mention with this Machloikus Rashi and the Rambam. Yeah, Rashi says you have to say Baruch Hu and repeat the first bracha, right. and the Rambam says you don't. So we paskin like the Rambam. Um, the Ramah, It's the Rambam that we says here. Look over here. Um, 
Yesh Omerim, it's the end of Seif Beis. It says, V'chein noyegim v'mdinus elo. In the custom in, in, this, in these countries is like the Rambam. Now, I want to point out, the, the Mechaber, the Shulchan Aruch, brings the shit of the Rambam, of Rashi, but you have to repeat it. And... Um, and and the Ramo says Paskins like like the Rambam they don't have to repeat it. It's one of the cases where the Ashkenazim, the Ramo says like the Rambam. Uh, there was actually another one of those uh, in yesterday's Rambam, where you had the Rambam said that um, yeah the Rambam Paskins that you make a bracha on every cup of the four cups of wine by the seder, and that's the Ashkenazi minute, but the Sfaradim don't. Um, they only say a bracha on the first and the third cup. Anyway, side point. Okay. Um, it's interesting, however, when you get this, again, so the the Mechaber, the Shulchan Aruch, the Mechaber Paskins, brings the Shittah of Rashi, which is that you have to say the first bracha again, the Ramah says, says not. Lemaisa, and again, I'm not the expert on all Sephardi customs, from, but from what I've observed, the Sephardim don't do like the Mechaber, the Sephardim do say Baruchu after Shachris, and they don't say, they don't repeat the first bracha, they just say Baruchu, right? So, it seems that even Sephardim do not concern themselves, the Bishosef says there's this concern, that if you say Baruchu without saying the Bracha afterwards, then it appears as if you are Nirim Kekaifrim, it appears as if you're denying God, right? So nevertheless, the Sephardim don't, don't, the do the opinion that you do say Baruchu. And this L'chayra, we'll see in a minute, the Sephardim's practice is influenced by Kabbalah. But the Ramah, as far as Ashkenazim are concerned, the Ramah Paskins, and that's what Alter Rebbe Paskins, that we don't we don't have to say you just say baruch you don't have to say the bracha again, yeah. So so far so good. <coughs> yeah, he also says like this. All right, I mean, it's hard it's hard to imagine. I mean, I, 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 this is not a sibi I've ever done, but they, after you say baruch Hashem and barach on the ed, you still might be considered that you're being cook or something. That's it's hard to understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's uh, if you want. I to wonder that's why afterwards you can look at this page. I have the at least the three main Marin Mukimis, and if you're interested, you can further some of the it. arguments for each side. Yeah, you'll see the Drisha. Yeah. Anyway, okay, it's a Bishosh, Darkimosha, Drisha, and some others. Okay. Elamaisa, um, the Shulchan Aruch said that on Shabbos, that even those communities that have the Minhag that you say Baruch every day after Shabbos, you don't do it on Shabbos because on Shabbos people don't come late. However, there are Paskim who bring otherwise, and it's based on Kabbalah. Shari Tshuva and Simon Reish Pevav in Shulchan Aruch, which is the laws of Musaf on Shabbos, where it says that's one of the places where the Shulchan Aruch says that we don't do it on Shabbos. So the Shari Tshuva brings from Memches Beis, which I believe is Machzik Bracha, which is a sefer from the Chida, who's a very prominent um, Pesach, who often brings things from Kabbalah. And he says that in Eretz Hatsiv, Eretz Mitzrayim, that in Eretz Yisrael and in Egypt, the minhag is that you do say it even on Shabbos. Similarly, the Kaf HaChaim, which is a very prominent Sephardi poesik who also um, brings from Kabbalah, he brings here from Shara Kavonis, um, and uh, from, from, from numerous, from Yitzchayim, from numerous, uh, um, no, he doesn't say Yitzchayim here. He brings, yeah, he does, he does, he brings from, from, from numerous sources in Kabbalah that you do say Barcho after davening on even on Shabbos, not only by Shachris, but even by Mairif. That on Shabbos, after davening, you say Baruch again, even, even though everybody came on time, it doesn't matter, you say Baruch again, both by Shachris, that means by Musaf, after Musaf, and, um, and after Mairif. So there are such sources in Kabbalah. 
Okay. Now, I'm going to read to you from the Sefer Ktois HaShulchan. Sefer Ktois HaShulchan is from Reb Chaim Noah. And um, Reb Chaim Noah, we've discussed the Sefer many times. Um, yeah, so he was a very uh, prominent Chabad poster in Eretz Yisrael. And um, he writes like this. If there's somebody, this is in Simon Chavdalad, Sif Yud. If somebody, if yes, if somebody has come to the shul after Baruch and did not yet hear Baruch the Chazan could say Baruch Chazan says Baruch again for him. And then he writes in brackets, and in Eretz Yisrael, the minag is that you always say Baruch after Shachris, even on Shabbos. How does that custom become an Eretz Yisrael? So in the footnote in Badei Shulchan, he says that this minhag developed because of the Sephardim. We know that many in, a, in a, many in Eretz Yisrael, there's many minhagim that the Ashkenazim do like the Sephardim because at least contemporarily, I'm not the biggest history expert, but contemporarily in the last couple of centuries or a little bit more than that, there was the Sephardim had a much stronger presence in Eretz Yisrael and therefore later groups of Ashkenazim who joined them adopted their minhagim. So, for example, Kriyas HaToyna and Cholomoyetzukas, Duchening every day, uh, not saying Baruch Hashem Lo'elam by Ma'ariv, the numerous minhogim, which are Tfilin and Cholomoyet, numerous minhogim, which the pastors... No Tfilin Yeah, no Tfilin, yeah. <laughs> the pastors, the Sfardim, was Sfardim minhogim, and the, Ashkena, the, that, the Ashkenazi minhag in Eretz Yisrael was influenced by them. So he, the, 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 he writes in the bottom here that because the Sfardim say, say Baruch after davening, um, after Shachris, even if the, everybody came on time, even on Shabbos, is based on Kabbalah, as we just saw from the Shari Tshuva and the Kafah Chaim. Ebemela, that, that's the Minhag in All these halachos that, that we're going, that is, in Israel, Ashkenaz and Paul Svartim, are usually based on Kabbalah. Maybe all, yeah. right? In, Not only, but, I mean, for example, Baruch Hashem Le'olam is, is halacha, yeah? The Gula Tfilah, but also but I Kabbalah. the one thing is, right? Not wearing I think all of these things are machlokes haposkim, which Kabbalah has a say on, but it's also poskim who have a paskim. It's also a, 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 everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, probably every halacha. All right. Now is Azoi. I'm going to read to you a letter from the Rebbe. This is a letter that's printed in the third volume of, of the Rebbe's letters. It's also published in Shailah Chaminag, which is a collection of all the Rebbe's letters that pertain to practical halacha. And here, remember at the beginning, I said that some people made a mistake. Here's where people made a mistake. But first, let's read the letter. Concerning saying Barucho every day um, after davening. In other words, yeah. It appears that you're referring to that which it talks about in Shulchan Aruch and Simon Kuflam and Gimel, right? Remember we said Kuflam and Gimel is the halachas which pertain to the end of Shachris, of weekday davening. And there it says that there's a customs to say it every day. Um, but we don't do it on Shabbos and Yom Tif. So the Alter Rebbe's opinion is um, that we don't we don't say that second Baruch after, after davening, with the exception of when 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 do we say Baruch after davening? On Friday night, right? Friday night after Kabbalah Shabbos, Min Chabad before Aleinu, we say with the capital before. So we say Kaddish. We say Mizmor David. Psalm 23, which Alpi Kabbalah, you're supposed to say that on Friday night is brought in. Uh, it's actually, I think, it's written on the Matseva of, of Rabbi Shlomo Alkabat, so that is somewhere there, yeah. But if you say Mizmor David, it's printed in Priyat Chaim, it's brought in all the Kabbalah's form, it's brought. Then we say Kaddish and Baruch. 
That only on Shabbos. Only on Friday nights. Wow. Okay, we're gonna go through this in a minute, right? But we don't do we don't do the 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 the, um, the but we don't do it after after Shachris, not on the weekday or on Shabbos. And indeed, Minhoge Beis Harav, in other words, the custom of the Chabad Rabbeim for throughout all the generations, we are not this Baruch Hu was never said. Right? We never said Baruch Hu after Shachris. And then he references Shulchan Aruch of the Alter Rebbe, Simon Samich Tassif Dalad, which is what we just learned before, where basically the Alter Rebbe says explicitly that in a place where it won't cause strife, you should not say this Baruch We don't say Baruch if everybody's already heard Baruch Only if there's an established custom and changing the custom will cause strife, then you don't say it's fine. Um, then he quotes the Ketoy Sashulcham, which is the letter we just, the, 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 we just read that before. Then he quotes Kasashemtov from the uh, from Gagin, which is a safe on the Siddha published in London, actually, but, but I didn't get a chance to look it up. And then he says like this: even though the Ksoisha Shulchan over there says that there's a minhaganet Yisrael that they do say Baruchu, Aber, what's the reason to say it? He says the custom was developed because our Pikabali, because our Pikabali is supposed to say it, and his father had that custom, so the man of the custom came in the Yisrael that they do say it. But the Alter Rebbe also knew about the Kabbalah to say it. V'haraya, the Alter Rebbe says to say it on Friday night. Why do you say it on Friday night? Because I'll pick Kabbalah. We're going to see more about that soon. So the same Alter Rebbe who was aware of the Kabbalah to say it, uh, 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 and therefore said that you should say it on Friday night, nevertheless, he does not say in the Siddha there's no Baruch after Shachris. And, uh, uh, of course, there's no, um, there's no difference between Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlaretz, uh, even Alpi Kabbalah. In other words, it happens to me that the communities in Israel adapted, adopted a minhag that was Alpi Kabbalah. But, uh, but there's no, it's not that Alpi Kabbalah there's a difference between Israel and otherwise. Ruharaya, if you see the Shari Tshuva before, he says that that custom is in Israel and the Mitzrayim. So uh, clearly it had to do with the communities that happened to be actually neighbors in Mitzrayim and Israel, not because there was something intrinsically different about Israel. And therefore he finishes off in line with what the Alter Rebbe says over there, that our um, minute is that we never say Barucho, the Barucho after davening, with the exception of um, Friday night. And of course, he finishes off with the, with the warning of the Zarmi Machloi, because that obviously, like Valter Rebbe says explicitly, to avoid strife. If, but, but in absence of strife, then we don't say the Barucho after davening. Okay. Now, the mistake that some people made over here is that this letter is talking about a minhag to say Baruch after davening, which Alter Rebbe and Shulchan Aruch talk about. And the question is, everybody already heard Baruch Everybody already heard Baruch so there's no need to say it again. But some people have a minhag anyway, that sometimes, some people, not everybody is there on time, so they always say it. <coughs> the Alter Rebbe is not talking about, and neither is the Ketos HaShulchan talking about, and neither is this letter talking, well, the Ketos HaShulchan is actually, this letter is not talking about when somebody came late. When somebody came late and missed Baruch there's a halach and shulchan aruch that you have to make it up, right? This letter, and the, the, it's all talking about when, when nobody came late. Do you say Baruch after davening because so, just in case, sometimes there'll be somebody who came late. So that we say that in absence of machloikas, we don't do that. But if somebody came late, that's not what this letter is talking about. This that is talking about the minhag. The minhag is, there is such a minhag. It's not our minhag to do it. Why is it not our minhag to do that? So it's, it's mafurish and al The reason why we should not do it is because 
you, there's no, there's no, you don't say Baruch in absence of an obligation to do so. If nobody came late, then why should they say Baruch so, so the misunderstanding... Is the misunderstanding was that this letter is referring to an individual who comes after that and thinking Baruch Hu. Based on that misunderstanding, they they built a whole theory based on that, which the theory may or may not be true, but it has no basis. Maybe we'll get to it soon. Okay, now, so, so soon, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to the, the minhag. Soon we'll get back to the minhag of what to do when an individual came late. Right, but before we do that, let's do a little bit of a dive into um, uh, the, the Kabbalah of it. I'll pick Kabbalah. I'll pick Kabbalah. And by the way, one important uh, shame. one important thing that I missed was that there's a story. Remember, I said to you before how we have the the Altarebbes Hakpada that there should always be a Kaddish immediately before Baruch We spoke about weekday nights and Matzah Shabbos and Friday night and Yom Tov night. So in addition to that. There's a sefer called Shmuel's Yosipurim from the Rabbeim. I think it's the one that was authored by Rabbi Chitrik Alavashalim. So he writes over here that the one time the Rebbe Rashab came back from with his son, with the Friedrich Rebbe, from a meeting, from a big meeting in the home of the rabbi of Moscow, who was Rabbi Shmuel Rabinovich. And um, he said, Today is the first time that I heard a Lubbet Baruchu, meaning a Baruchu without a Kaddish before it. Now, for those uh, language uh, uh, experts, Rabbi Moskowitz, um, somebody told me that the word Lubbet is related to the word in English, which is lobotomized. Now, I don't know, <laughs> what does lobotomized mean? Uh, <laughs> Lo- lobotomized. lobotomized. What does that word mean? Like a lobotomy. It's a split. It's an unhealthy it's split. A lobotomy is you take a piece. Yeah, out. so it's like an unhealthy split, right? So the first time, so so, so that we've said before, the Rebbe Alter Rebbe is very strict. There's always a kaddish immediately baruchu before baruchu. And when the when the Rebbe Rashab was in Moscow and he, for the first time in his life, heard a baruchu without a kaddish immediately preceding it, he he said, "I shall get a lot with baruchu." Okay, all right now. A little bit of an overview. We're going to do a little bit of an overview of the Kabbalah of all of this. Now, just so you understand the different Sfarim that are at play. We talk about Kabbalah. Uh, by the way, maybe perhaps any questions here to, so far? Any questions that people want to ask? Now is a good time to ask. Okay, good. <laughs> um, okay. Um, we talk about Kabbalah Sarizal. Now, the Arizal himself didn't write any Kabbalah didn't write any Svarim. It was all written by his Talmidim. Are you, are you using Kabbalah to synonymously with Mishnah and Shmetah? No. The Kabbalah the, of the Arizal primarily, primarily was recorded by his, by his uh, chief Talmud, Reb Chaim Vital, and his son. However, there were various versions of this um, uh, made and 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 um, different. They weren't published widely till many years later. So, Reb Chaim Vital himself wrote a sefer called, together with his son, wrote a sefer called Shar Hakavonis. Based on that, other Talmidim wrote a sefer called the Yitzchayim and the Pre Um Now, even though so, so the Shar Kavonis is sort of the original and more reliable one. 
Priyats Chaim, however, I don't know exactly the history of why, but for some reason the Priyats Chaim was printed before Shara Kavonis, and the Alter Rebbe never saw Shara Kavonis. The Alter Rebbe saw, had Priyats Chaim, but he didn't have Shara Kavonis. Now, the Alter Rebbe doesn't follow everything that it says in Priyats Chaim, because the Alter Rebbe Siddur is designed to be Shava the Chol Nefesh, and so there are indeed many things in the Alter Rebbe Siddur which are um, according to Kabbalah, but there are also a number of things which Alpi Kabbalah should be one way, and yet the Alter Rebbe chose other ways for whatever reasons. Um, often it was for either because it was a Kabbalah that wasn't shoveled, that wasn't relevant to everybody in his opinion, or because, or because, um, or because um, halachically there was you know. So whenever you have this is a thing, this is the big theme. Whenever you have a conflict between Kabbalah and Halacha, which one which one overrides which and. I think sometimes Al Rebbe went this way and sometimes that way based on whatever his calculations were, which I, I don't know. But it's interesting, and um, it's interesting that uh, Al Rebbe did not have, this is just random interesting information, Al Rebbe did not have Shara Kavonis, and therefore there are a number of things in Al Rebbe's Siddur which don't fit according to Shara Kavonis because he had Priyat Chaim, but there were details missing from Priyat Chaim, which was later published in Shara Kavonis, which the Alter Rebbe didn't have access to. And therefore, in practice, there are many minhagim, which other chassidim have, based on the Shara Kavonis, which in Chabad we don't do, because the Alter Rebbe didn't have access to the Shara Kavonis. Um, maybe we'll do just uh, one example. I have actually a whole list of examples here. But I'll just do one, one example, which is, for some reason is stuck in my mind. Yeah, is... Um, in Birchus Krishma and Birchus Yotzer, we say, um, mm-hmm. So we say the word Kedosha before the Kama. According to the Shara Kavanis, and this is the minute of at least many other chassidim, is that the word is not Kedosha, it is Kedusha, and the Kama goes before it. So it's... Uh, yeah, so that's just one of many examples of something which Al Rebbe did not have access to the Shara Kavanas and, and it's missing from the Priyatskai. But anyway, that's not really directly relevant to Baruch. Now, Alpi Kabbalah, both according to the Priyatskai and the Shara Kavanas, one is supposed to say Baruch after Shachris, both in the weekday and, uh, and on Shabbos. Even on the weekday and on Shabbos, yes. And one is supposed to say Baruch after my riv on Shabbos only. Um, it talks about it on Shabbos. In, 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 in Priyat's Chaim, it doesn't say not on my riv of the weekday. It just says yes on Shabbos and my riv. Well, one second. Uh, but in Shara Kavonis, it says here, and again, this is, I'm not so, I hope I'm reading this correctly. If I'm reading this correctly, in Shara Kavonis, he's saying explicitly not to say it. Um, on the weekday after weekday married, even though we without Rebbe didn't have this, but it says here on the other Mazem Matsosi Kavanis, Elush and Oigim Afbimehachel. I'll read back. Fanispan and Yonam Binyan Base Borcho, Base Pabin Borcho, Shahim, Aleph Kodim at Philip, Aleph Achel at Philip de Mehachel, Fanispan and Yonam Binyan Base Pabin Borcho, Shayesh Belil Shabbos Dafka. We have two times Borcho on the night of Shabbos specifically. And this person is quoting somebody else. Has the follow the following um, kavanas? What you're supposed to have in mind when you say that double baruch even during the weekday to say another baruch after Mayriv. 
but I, what I received from the Arizal was not to say Baruch Hu after my every weekday. I hope I'm reading that right. Again, I don't have a lot of uh, experience or, or, or yeah, guidance in reading Shara uh, Kavanis, but I, I believe that that's what he's saying. So what comes out is like this. However, one, second, one more thing. However, there is other sources in Kabbalah, not from the Piyat time, that um, you should say Baruch Hu after Ma'ariv even during the week. Um, and the Shara HaKoylol, which is a safer on the Alter Rebbe Siddur, he brings from Mishnah's Chassidim. He says, Mishnah's Chassidim, Mevim in Hogim Leimer Gam Bechoyel Borchu Koydim Arvis Laachar Arvis. Now, the Mishnah's Chassidim is later. The Mishnah's Chassidim was written by a Mukubal by the name of Rabbi Manuel Chai Riki, who lived, if I'm not mistaken, in Italy um, a century or two after the Arizal. And, but, but, but his Sefer, the Kabbalah of the, of the Mishnah's Chassidim, is very well accepted as being in sync with the Kabbalah's Ha'arizal, and it's certainly a Sefer which is oft quoted by the Alter Rebbe and other Chabad Rebbe. So Mishnah's Chassidim is a reliable Sefer. And he, maybe Minhagim, he brings such Minhagim to do it. So I want to, before we continue now, I want to just uh, summarize, summarize where we're up to. Um, there's four four possible opportunities to say Baruch again after davening. As again, we're not talking here about when somebody came late, talking about when everybody was on time, to repeat Baruch a second time after davening. We could be talking about Shachris during the week, we could be talking about Shachris on Shabbos, Mayriv during the week, and Mayriv during Shabbos. So let's just summarize, based on everything we've discussed here before, let's summarize each one of those scenarios. Shachris during the week, it's brought in Shulchan Aruch, and the Alter Rebbe brings it, that, you, that, that there is a minhag to do it, and the Alter Rebbe paskins, that in a place where it won't cause machloi, because you shouldn't do it. Why shouldn't you do it? Because you don't say an extra baruch for no need. If everybody heard baruch you shouldn't say it. But, Alpi Kabbalah, it's Mephorish, both in the Priyot's Chaim and the Shara Kavonos, you are supposed to say that Baruch Nevertheless, in the Alter Rebbe Siddur, and as the Rebbe elaborates in this letter, we don't have that Baruch after Shachris. Even though Alpi Kabbalah is supposed to say it, the Alter Rebbe chose not to put it in the Siddur. Why did the Alter Rebbe not put it in the Siddur? I don't know, but perhaps, because in that case, for some reason, the Alter Rebbe felt that the Halacha, that it's objectionable to say it, overrides the Kabbalah, that you should say it. Okay. Then, the next... Well, what is that guy? The sinner? Yes. Then, the next scenario is after Shachris on Shabbos. After Shachris on Shabbos, there's even less room to say it than after Shachris during the week. Because Shachris during the week at least it's common that there would have been people who came late. So even though today there may have not have been anybody who came late, but because often there are people who come late, so we instituted to say it every day. But on Shabbos, there's no reason to say it because everybody comes on time or everybody hears Baruch for and Ali Torah. And therefore it's brought in Shulchan Aruch, both in Simon Kuflam and Gimel and in Simon Reish Pevav, that you don't do it on Shabbos. Nevertheless, the, the Poskim, the Mekobalim say, and the, the Poskim, like we saw before, the Shari Shuvah, the Kafachayim, and others bring it explicitly, that Al Pikabala, you do say Baruch after after Musaf on Shabbos. And there too, the Alter Rebbe also doesn't bring it in the Siddha, and we don't say Baruch on Shabbos after Shabbos. And again, 
we can make suggestions. Um, then the next scenario to discuss is Mayrif. After Mayrif, after Mayrif, during the week. So here is Azoi. After Mayrif during the week. So Alpi Halacha, um, certainly there's, there's no, there is, it doesn't seem like there ever was even a minhag to say it after Mayrif. Why not? Because because even if there was somebody who came late, by Mayrev, it's not so important to be Paris on Shema because it's just Baruch without Kaddish. So no big deal, right? So there, there was never a minute to do it. That's Alpi Halacha. Alpi Kabbalah, even though the Shara Kavanah says Beferosh that, that, that Rabbi Chaim Vital writes that I received from the Arizal not to say it. Nevertheless, there are other opinions within Kabbalah Quoted by the Mishnah, yeah, I didn't look up the Mishnah Chassidim, but the, the Sharakil brings the Mishnah Chassidim that you should say Barucho after Ma'ariv during the week. And uh, there are some who do it. I believe this, many Sfaradim do it. There are some who Taka do it. I'll pick Kabbalah to say Barucho after Ma'ariv even during the week. Then we come to Barucho to Ma'ariv on Shabbos. Now, L'chaira, I'll say soon a bit different, but L'chaira, there's no difference between Ma'ariv and Shabbos and Ma'ariv during the week. There's no chiyuv to say it, but there's no chiyuv to pay al shema by Ma'ariv. And there's no reason to say Baruch afterwards. But nevertheless, here, Al-Pikabola, there's a very strong emphasis to say Baruch by Ma'ariv of, of Shabbos. In the Priyetz Chaim, and in the Sharach Avonis, and in other Kabbalahs for him, quoted there by the Kafa Chaim in Kuflam and Gimel, that, that, that you should say Baruch on Friday night after, after, after Ma'ariv. And here, the Alter Rebbe did do it. Now, I don't know that is the is the mandate to say Borchu after after Mayriv on Friday night Al Is that a stronger mandate than to say Borchu after Shachris of every day or after Shachris of Shabbos? I don't know. But for some reason, the Alter Rebbe chose to go with the Kabbalah over here and not to go with the Kabbalah over there. I don't know why. But he may, I make a suggestion. I see here, and it's quoted in. I'm using here. Dynas. I can see that. I saw a number of people who quote it. From a sefer called Birchas Avram, which uh, I, I did not manage to find, there's numerous for Birchas Avram online, and I didn't manage to find the right one. But he says a very interesting svara. He says that on Friday night, unusually for Mayriv, we don't. There's no repetition of the Amidah for Mayriv, right? Mayriv was originally instituted as an optional, a voluntary prayer, and therefore there's no repetition of the Amidah. But on Friday night, we do have at least what's called a bracha mei'en shavar, a mini repetition of the Amidah on Friday night. Which is the bracha of uh, what we call the bracha of Maginobis. Maginobis Yeah, that bracha. That's a sort of a mini repetition of the Amidah. It's three, the whole congregation says together the middle paragraph, but those three paragraphs are one long bracha, which the Chazan says as a mini repetition of the Amidah. Why is there a mini repetition of the Amidah on Friday night? Because it was common for the shuls to be outside the city, outside the city limits. And on Friday night, there were a lot of more people. It was more common for even lay people to go to shul. People who the whole week David Meir at home on Friday night would have come to shul. And perhaps people will delay. People will delay. And then they'll have to walk home alone and it could be dangerous. So there talks about people coming late from work actually in the field. Yes. So so it was the uh, it was a common practice. Yes. So therefore, Chazal instituted 
that on Friday night we do say a mini repetition of Amida to accommodate for people coming late, says the Birkas Avram. So you see that Friday night davening was designed in a way to accommodate for people coming late. And even if there's no people, even if it happens to be that nobody came late today and everybody's walking home together and the shul happens to be within the city limits and there's no danger anyway, nevertheless, that's the way it was instituted and therefore that's the, the way it remains, that the, that the Mai River Friday night is done to cater for people who are coming late. So this could be some sort of justification that even though usually we don't say Baruch after Mayriv because nobody came late. Nevertheless, on Friday night we do, right? So again, you're supposed to say it after Shachris also. But perhaps the Alter Rebbe didn't choose that because halachically it's, it's questionable. But on Mayriv, perhaps the reason Alter Rebbe chose that you do say it on Friday night is because there is at least this somewhat of a Interesting and it's a beautiful book of art. Yeah, that, uh, that, that there's room even on Pialocha to say that Baruch Hu on, on, on Friday night after Mayat. Akupan. Adkan is all Benigea. Just one moment. Adkan. The juice, please. Adkan is all Minigaya, the Minag of do we have a fixed custom that after any given tefillah that the Chazan always says a Baruch adjusting yeah, as a rule. <coughs> now, all of this doesn't touch upon, doesn't touch upon when somebody actually did come late. So when somebody comes late, so afterwards, whether he came late to Shachar or late to Mayriv, afterwards he should say Baruch right? Kaddish Baruch So by Shachar, is not so common because people come on time, yeah? Usually people are on time for Baruch and even if they're late for Baruch on Monday and Thursday they have another Baruch later, it's not so common. But it is very common in non-Chabad shuls that after Mayriv, somebody who came just a minute late will make up by saying a Baruch and that's that's the halach in Shachanarach. We saw that explicitly in Al Tereb Shachanarach in Tzimis They say they're not mechuyiv to do it because by Ma'ariv there's no obligation to do it. But Taviyal of Bracha, it's a good thing to do it. Now, nevertheless, in Chabad, this is all but unheard of. In other words, it, there's no official minhag in Chabad. There's no letter of the Rebbe or say if I'm in Hagim or any. There's no official documentation of any minhag that we don't do it. But in practice, if you walk around Chabad shuls and yeshivas, you'll almost never hear. Somebody saying Baruchum after after Mayriv, even if they came late. Now, why not? So some suggested, and again, without getting into all the details, the, the reason he suggested it was based on his erroneous understanding of that letter of the Rebbe, was that we're chayshish, we don't say it because we're chayshish to the shit of the Beis Yosef. That means of Rashi. We learned in the beginning that Rashi holds that you can't just say Baruchum. You have to say Baruchu with the and the whole first bracha of Shema. So be, and, and if you don't do that, then it appears as if you are a kaifer, as if you're denying God. So that's why this quote unquote unofficial Chabad practice is that you don't do it because nobody's going to go and say the whole bracha, either because we can't say the whole bracha because you pass like the Rambam or Tirchid de Tzibura, however you want to understand it. And therefore, we just don't do it. Now, so that's a theory. It's not. It, it's just, I, don't, I don't really like that theory for a number of reasons. First of all, Al-Tarebbe Paschus and Shulchan Aruch like the other Shittah. Secondly, 
even the Sfardim don't, like we said before, the Sfardim don't do that. The Sfardim do say Baruch after Mayrev. So even though the Mechaber Paschal is like that, but the Sfardim, they go pick up all of them and don't do it. Thirdly, on Friday nights, we clearly don't Paschal like that. In other words, on Friday nights, when on pick up you're supposed to say Baruch again. The Alter Rebbe says to say Baruch again. And he doesn't avoid it because of this concern of the Bish Yosef. So it seems, it's, I'm not saying it's Mufrach, it's not, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it seems unlikely to me that the reason why in practice in Chabad this is not done is because um, uh, because we're choshish we're, we're for that shit that you have to say the whole first bracha and otherwise you are have the appearance of a kaifa. It's unlikely to me. What's the reason? So I could suggest, I don't know, I don't know anything conclusive. There is nothing conclusive because it's not an official minhad. But, 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 but uh, I think a number of things, I think in general, um, it could be an aversion to Tirchad Tzibura, to waiting, making people wait around longer. Now, don't forget, in the Ashkenaz Shul, all you would have to do is say Baruch, it takes a second. But like we said before, for the Alter Rebbe, it's very important that you always have a Kaddish. So in the Chabad Shul, if you wanted to, if you came late, after Ma'ariv, you'd have to say a capital Tehillim, and a Kaddish, and Baruch. So it could be there's a, you know, we don't want to trouble people to stay longer necessarily. And I think in general, in, in, in line, I think in general it fits with the atmosphere of Chassidus that you don't be boiled, you don't do anything that's going to make you stick out, that's going to make, make people notice you, that's going to make people, you know, uh, uh, yeah, if you missed, you're not going to, you're going to do Kedusha also because you missed Kedusha, like, come to davening on time, do all, the, say all the things you have to say and answer all the things you have to answer and don't make a show of it, right? Again, perhaps uh, I, I don't know if people relate to this or don't relate to this, but I think there's some yeah I think there's some truth to sort of um, not doing things with bleaters. Not there's an, there's an emphasis on not doing things which are going to um, give make people notice me too much. Notice me, Lamais is like this. Lamais is like this. If somebody else comes, if somebody else comes to to, to Chabad Shul, he comes late and he missed Baruch right? So the first thing that's obvious is that you have to avoid Machlokes. That's that's the Alter Rebbe writes that Beferish. But even B'darkin Noim or B'darkin I don't think that there's any reason that you have to tell him, oh, don't say Baruch It's not our minhag, because there's no official Chabad minhag. There doesn't seem to be any strong reason not to do it. There's no reason why if somebody missed Baruch and he wants to say it, he can say it. Aber, for somebody who wants to do Minhagi Chabad, so here it's not so clear because on the one hand, it's something that quote unquote, we don't do, we don't see it being done. And therefore you could say, look, even though I don't know, I have a good reason for it and we don't know what the reason and who knows where, how this, you know, maybe it came, so maybe maybe it's a Minhag that came not by design. Yeah, maybe it's a Minhag that came by design, but maybe it's a Minhag that came by, by, by neglect. I don't know. But nevertheless, Lamaisa, you know, we saw many great chassidim and many great people, and we never saw them saying Baruch after Mariam. And Bamela, we don't do it. However, if somebody insists that it's really important to him and he wants to do it, you can't tell him not to do it. It says, before, the Alter Rebbe says in Shachin yeah, you're supposed to do it. However, if you're going to do it, you have to do it right, which means that you have to say Shiram Alis, Burachim Shiram Alis, you have to say Kapitel Tehillim, and a Kaddish and a Baruchu, and then in the Kishma, not to say just, just, just Baruchu. Um, 
Adkan. I'll just finish off with one one source that I, in one of the articles I read about this, I, I saw that he brings here from Darchechaim Meshalim, which is a safer by the Munkacher. We know the Munkacher was a tr- very prominent Pesach, who also had a lot of his Pesachim used on Kabbalah, and the Rebbe quoted him many times. And he writes that um, that uh, the, the, the Kaddish, Kedusha Sembarchu, that somebody says, in other words, that when somebody comes late and he missed Kaddish, Kedusha Sembarchu, and he makes it up by saying, by, up by saying it later, the, which, again, like we said, is perfectly justified, so he brings here, B'Shem Echot Kaddish, that that Kaddish, Kedusha, and Baruch don't literally fly up. They, they, they don't, I guess, if you will, accomplish anything up there in the supernal worlds. So is it possible that our Minhag is based on, 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 on whatever the Kabbalah, the Munkacha had, that the Chabad Minhag, again, the unofficial Chabad Minhag, is also based on that? Who knows? It's certainly a possibility. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the end of the overview of the topic. And uh, if there's any questions, uh, attempt to answer. Okay, see you all next week. Um,